So I've invited a very special guest to the log cabin today, halfway up the mountain. Now, I don't know if this gentleman, and it is a gentleman, would have got here in the... I think (laughs) that he can either ski or snowboard. I think he snowboards. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's the summer. He runs his bike. We're about to find out if it's an e-bike. It's probably a good bike because this man has his finger on the pulse of everything mountaining in the world. He's got a brilliant podcast born out of lockdown. None other than host of The Ride Woo! Companion. It's Davey Burks, everybody. Wow, man. Hey! That was the... You really turn it on, eh, when you hit that red button. You really turn <laughs> <laughs> what what red button are you talking about? Ne- hey, can you nah, can never you been snowboarding, never I, been I skiing in my life? You've, you've never. I tried. mean, I am actually lying a little bit there. I have been snowboarding oh, once, mate, but it doesn't really just... count because it was I bought a dodgy lift ticket off someone at Big Bear in California, and then proceeded to it didn't work, so I couldn't get into the resort <laughs> like through the official entrance. So I proceeded to walk up the mountain. I got to the. Yeah, I got to the top, put oh this board God. on my feet, nice. and just tried to get down. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that's the only experience of snowboarding I've ever had. That was my last one, and I really hope that one day you'll take me. I really hope so. I think when we did our podcast together ages ago, we made that bet of, like, one day we got to go snow zone or did, something. I? I said we could do, like, yeah. a double day, right? We could have, like, a whole mountain bike in the morning, snowboarding in the afternoon. See that sounds awesome. I, I and actually, I've, I've really liked. I've been that. to the mountains yeah. quite a few times in the summer, and there is something mm. like really amazing about it. It's completely different feel from, from the winter. But I mean, have yeah. you? Do you spend much time out in the mountains in the summer then? No, not really. To be honest, I, I really wish I did. I'm not really that guy. I think I'm really spoiled living where I live. I live just outside the Peak District, oh, and nice. you can ride some of the best riding in the world from my house. And then, like, people offer to come out on trips and come and do this stuff and go to Leger or Morzine or whatever. And I'm just like, meh, I could just stay at home. It's kind of cool. You know, <laughs> like, I've, be- <laughs> I've become a real, like, hermit over the last few years. Um, a really close friend of mine lives in Morzine. And for the last few years, he's like, come out, come out, come out. And I'm like, yeah, I will, I will. Or I could just stay at home and just ride my bike on some of the best riding in the world. And I'd could just do that and it'll be easier and cheaper and less hassle what kind of so, riding what kind of riding is yeah. it in the peak district what kind of riding do you do we've got i mean everything out here is pretty um i'd say natural there's not we don't have a bike park or anything up this way like the closest bike park to me is probably leeds urban bike park which is a bike park but it's not really um so yeah most of the stuff's <laughs> local out here man like it's pretty uh, sorry local it's, it's natural so it's a lot of Big climbs, long descents, man-made everything. Um, a lot of it's secret, so you kind of got to know people and stuff like that. It's really cool. It's it's a Sheffield is like renowned scene for mountain biking, so super spoiled to have that on the doorstep. And like I said, from my house, have like insane riding. So yeah, I, I really should get out and ride some more big mountain, you know, Alps stuff. But you know, it's been a weird few years, hasn't it? You know, it's been a weird Very few weird. years. Very weird. So it's been a weird few yeah, years, it, absolutely. Now, I, I met Davy um, working. I did some work for Saks for the underwear brand, and that's where I met Davy. Mm-hmm. 
um, came across him, and um, he was you. You had just started the podcast then, hadn't you? Sort of. I'll be honest. Sort so, of. In, in in a different. It had taken yeah, on yeah. a bit of a turn at that point. So um, before yeah. I did the podcast for like three years before it changed to what it is now. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think the original one we did together might have been. I can't remember. Maybe that was the the original Hook It podcast. I did that on my own with yeah. with you, right? We didn't have Ollie involved then. So yeah, I've been doing it for like three years before, um, and then we went into lockdown. Ollie and I, uh, my co-host Ollie, not this Ollie that's on this podcast, <laughs> uh, Ollie Wilkins, who's a professional mountain biker. We um, decided to launch a show called the Lockdown Companion because we figured people were going to be bored, and we'd try and loosely entertain them with like a weekly show and that just evolved from there to being now called the ride companion total rebrand he's now you know i guess a partner 50 percent owner of whatever it is it's kind of weird talking about it like it's a business isn't it but it is so yeah he's like 50 yeah, yeah. owner of that and um i think when i saw you met you tim it was things were starting to like ramp up i think it had been like yeah. a steady growth and then we went into lockdown it got really weird and then it like went weirdly viral in our little niche industry. Um, so yeah, that yeah yeah that's about right. I think I kind of get lost, man. Time goes quick, doesn't it? These days, I kind of get lost. <laughs> and you've got we a new were, studio. We... You got a new. You built yourself a new yeah. studio, haven't you? Yeah, that's dude. Sick. We built a studio. Yeah, I mean, off the back of all of this stuff and it going a little, getting a little bit bigger. I think. It's an interesting one, this, because you guys work in podcasting. You do a bunch of shows, right? Tim, you've got a couple of podcasts. Ollie, I know you're involved in making content and stuff. So, I mean, I don't know how far you want to dig into this, but I think it's super interesting that, again, especially over the last few years, podcasts have become more of a, I'd say, like a legitimate content piece. Right? Okay, so what I mean by that is previously a podcast for me, and I, I'm a really big podcast fan as well, would be something that I'd have on in the background while I'm driving, I'm cooking in the house, I'm cleaning, out riding. Like I'd have a podcast on and it was very much an audio thing. And then over the last few years, I think especially in the last few years, it's it's really become like you've got to have some sort of studio space. You've got to be creating video content. And also it just opens up way more opportunity doing it that way. It's a real pain in the ass. It's expensive. The studio is a five-hour drive from my house every couple of weeks, so that's really gnarly. What? It's not fun. Oh yeah, so God. the studio is in Surrey, and I live in Sheffield, so wow. it's like <laughs> it's a long way. Um, but it's it's super interesting, I think, how podcasting has changed. How how for me it has anyway. Like the way that I consume podcast podcast now is like I look forward to sitting down and watching it, like I was used to watch TV years ago. Mm. Um, and also it opens up once you've done that, like it opens up way more opportunity to promote your show because you've got the avenue of YouTube, which is telling you what your audience want. It's also recommending your show to other people. And then also you can take clips from it, which then you use on social media. And like, it just opens up way more opportunity, I think. Um, because I, f I feel like the podcast apps, Spotify, Apple, whatever, they're really good, but they're quite one dimensional. It's like you put your content out there and there's not really that much that you can do from there to promote it other than then going yeah. back to your own social channels or your guests promoting stuff or whatnot. So, so yeah, I think um, it's been a massive move for us. It has, it's, it's been a lot. Um, you know, once you start adding that video element into it, there's a lot more production involved and editing involved. And, you know, we're quite a, 
quick turnaround too. So we usually record on a Monday and Tuesday and or a Monday or a Tuesday or sometimes both, but then that episode comes out on a Wednesday. So it's like, it's a quick turnaround thing. So yeah, super lucky. The podcast's grown enough that we've got a, two members of staff now who edit and produce. Um, but yeah, crazy. On and, and, and it's made it just better. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but yeah, the fact yeah. that we can like have assets and like f- photos of with guests and mm. the conversations are way yeah, yeah. E- easier to have, I think as well. You you don't realize how much you do vibe off having the same person in the same room. Like yeah. you just, the body language thing and everything. And yeah, like, you know, again, before we... And also having those having those people to you yeah. enables you to have that conversation relaxed and... and yeah, definitely, anyway, definitely. I, I can't kind of especially this time of year, you know, we're in summer now in the UK and everyone that we want as a guest, not everyone, but a lot of people we want to guest are away doing stuff. So it's making it a little bit tricky. You know, we are having a lot of injured athletes on the podcast. It's like, oh, you're injured. You can't ride. Come down. And how about, how about, um, um, how about the mountain biking community as well? Like, I mean, yeah. how are they? I mean, as you said, it seems to have like really kicked off. They mm. must, it sounds like they've really got behind you and really supportive of it. Yeah, I think um, one thing that I'm really proud of with the platform and the, the podcast and stuff is it's been growing quite organically. Well, it has been growing organically. I think that's the best way of growing something. It's not paid for. It's just word of mouth. So I think that the people that follow it and the people that reach out and send lovely messages are legit fans. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. weird. But the mountain bike community, no doubt, is the same as the snowboard and ski community. It's 99% positive and people do want to see you succeed um and hopefully people appreciate the amount of effort that goes into doing this stuff like it doesn't come for free you know um mm. but yeah the, the the community is amazing i mean i couldn't wish for a better i mean we call our listeners the companionship like we couldn't wish for a better companionship Aww. it's so sick like and what's cool and, we, and need no that, doubt, we need that tim we need that yeah you do <laughs> like uh, no doubt you guys experience this too because you come away from it's probably a little bit different actually for you guys but you come away from being the guy behind the laptop previously or in the studio and to going out into public and going to like events and stuff and people you meet these people yeah and they're all so lovely everyone's like so lovely about it and you know they they all have just nice things to say and you know especially when we were going through that strange few years a lot of people really struggled through that very much so and it's really lovely to hear some of these stories where people are like you know i was struggling i would you know my job was tough and you know and being sick or whatever it could be and you know just putting a bit of content out really helps people mm, and yeah. and and i think if i met some of the people you know the podcast that i listen to and through that time or even now that really help you through like if i met joe rogan i would legitimately not know what to <laughs> do or say other than other than thank you like you've given so much to me um and and there's a bunch of other podcasts too but you don't realize do you like how much it can impact people and sometimes people just want to hear a friendly voice Dave, and, a, and have a laugh so Davey, Davey. welcome mate you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. so listen it would be remiss of us yeah. here to not we have the oracle of all things mountain biking is to is to siphon off a few little bits and tips off your brain about getting 
basically our, our listeners to potentially try mountain biking. Now, there will be a good portion of snowboarders and skiers that do indeed transfer and in the summer months um, dust off the mountain bike. But believe you or not, I kind of did some proper mountain biking on some proper trails for the first time in a long, 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 long time a couple of weeks ago with so, Matt Studdart at yeah. um, Canuck Chase. We had such a fun yeah. day filming. I ate shit really badly, hurt my knee. But <laughs> the reason why I'm mentioning this is... I couldn't believe how good it was and the feeling that you get from just riding down a trail and round a man-made berm and through the trees. It was very yeah. much like snowboarding. It was like the buzz I got off snowboarding. So give us give us the big sell. It's mountain biking. It's isn't it? It's just <laughs> I mean you kind of mentioned it there about just riding out out your back door, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it it brings back it it brings back every time I put bum on a saddle. It brings back those memories of being a kid and that first taste of freedom for me. Like that first taste of like you could, you had this tool which you could just ride to your friend's house and just cruise around. And like, I still now, I can't like ride down a hill without just smiling. Like it doesn't have to be a <laughs> hill full of rocks and gnarliness and jumps. Like just coasting down a hill. It's like the best feeling ever. And I think yeah. it's, I think it's super relatable and really similar to snowboarding or skiing. Like it's so similar because it's that first taste of freedom. And I think with the skiing or snowboarding for a lot of people, when they were young, that's like a holiday with the family. And like, it's the first taste of like really just doing something different and been out there and stuff. And I think mountain biking still brings that up to me. Like, and I'm a bit kind of weird with biking. It's a bit, it's like, it's everything to me in a way it's like my escape it's my sort of job so i don't really get away from it too often but i absolutely mate i still love it and anyone who hasn't been for a bike ride i urge you to just grab a bike there's so many bikes for sale at the moment it's a really it's a buyer's market at the moment for <laughs> bikes. there's a lot of people bought bikes through the last weird few years that now are selling them because they probably realized that okay it's a bit of a hobby a bit of a fad so the second bike second-hand bike market is really good because there's loads of them and unfortunately you've got a lot of bike shops that are now struggling so they've got a lot of stock it seems to clear as well so you've got this so buyer's market basically if you want to try riding now's a good time to probably right. go to your local bike shop and get where, a bit where, of a deal and where yeah where do you start then i mean like i someone like me i i mean i i bmx briefly when i was a kid i'm <laughs> old my knees are, are going gradually. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not as I'm not as confident as I once was, and that's not just in the bowel area. That is just uh, in all areas. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be going over too many jumps or whatever. Yeah. Um, but where, where would I? Where would I start? But I want to go off road. I like that. I, I'm not into the road cycling kind of. Stuff. No, 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 no. Let's leave that there. We don't. No one's into that. No one's cool anyway. Tim. <laughs> still I said no one cool. He did call. He did say no one cool. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think, again, I'd start, if I was just getting into it, I'd start relatively cheaply. You can pick up a good hardtail, which means it hasn't got rear suspension, for like sub £1,000. You get yourself a decent helmet, and you really don't need much more. I mean, obviously in the UK at the moment, it's going to be raining, so maybe you want a coat um, and some waterproof trousers. But that's what I'd do. I'd honestly... There's levels to everything, and I guess it's the same as skiing or snowboarding. Do you go out and buy the most expensive skis or snowboards and the best kit? 
it's probably not like why would why would you do that go online find a cheap bike see if you enjoy it i think a lot of people got caught out by that recently you know they bought the best bike and it's like you don't need that to get going um all bike manufacturers make great bikes i mean if you want to ride the best bike you buy a focus because that's what i choose to ride they are the best bikes simple as that no two two ways about it <laughs> um so yeah buy a focus <laughs> not an apollo from halford i mean right? if, if that if you need an apollo that's all good whatever i'm not judging but um yeah i'd buy a cheap bike and then again there's plenty of places now you can go which are safe you can go to a bike park you know you could jump right in there with something like bike park wales which has got an uplift which means you don't have to bust your balls all day riding up to the top of something to ride back down i think the major thing as well with getting into any sport these days is two things you you get out what you put in so the more you put in the better it's going to be and i think it's the same with fitness too because the fitter you get the more fun it's going to be because there's nothing worse than going out for it. I've done this a million times in my life. You go for a ride, you've not ridden for ages, all your friends are riding all the time and you're that guy at the back that's like slogging his brain, is like really struggling, yeah. slogging away and it's just not fun. So my advice would be you buy a cheap bike, you just get miles in, just get up to like some sort of fitness so that it's enjoyable and not every ride you get back home and you just beat for th- three or four days. It should be relatively good on your joints too. I think that's one of the things about any type of cycling. It's not going to be super hard on your knees or anything like that, especially if you get it set up properly. I'd watch a few YouTube videos, make sure the saddle's the right height, all that sort of stuff. So that would be the way that I get into it. The other way I think is a great way of getting into it if you want to spend a little bit more money and maybe you're not that fit is to buy an e-bike because I'm all I'm full e-bike guy these days i absolutely love it so obviously when you arrived at the log cabin earlier i did mention we didn't know if you'd rode up here on a on a normal bike or an e-bike but now that's the e-bike outside (laughs) yeah i that's the e-bike outside mate yeah it's made it up here no problem at all (laughs) it's faster than anyone else as well but yeah if you can if you can afford to just go that little bit more and and buy an e-bike it just opens up so many more opportunities for you especially if you live in a hilly place where that ride to the top is a bit of a slog the e-bike just makes it so much easier and way more fun because you can do five laps for every one that you do on a regular bike amazing so yeah if you can afford it focus e-bike focus jam squared probably best one i reckon let's have a quick look see what they're looking like on (laughs) ebay what's your uh, what's your mountain biking journey at the moment tim because i think when I first met you, you were umming and ahhing about buying a bike. And I think we exchanged a few messages about bikes. We did. We did exchange a few messages. And that was yeah. at the time where my jobs were waning, just like my enthusiasm <laughs> for mountain biking. Um, <laughs> uh, do you know what? Yes, I, I'm, I, will, I, haven't, I don't own a mountain bike. I do, I've got like a shed okay. full of crap road bikes that I need to just get on eBay and claw back a little bit of money. But... I genuinely link have... in the show description for the eBay. Yeah, link in the show notes <laughs> for my eBay sales. But no, so this is quite random. I, I ended up, I did another job. They, I got a, approached from Go Outdoors because they needed somebody to present some buying guides. So I ended up riding a Focus. Um, oh, there you go. Uh, it was a great fun, great bike to ride. Yeah. But I um, basically yeah. did a day, a couple of days on a mountain bike with Go Outdoors as the beginner, teaching people you know how to buy a mountain bike and all that kind of stuff oh, and that's, that's where they're from so um 
yeah the, the and fire... again like you great place to go and buy a bike like n- n- you know no free shout outs but yeah. go outdoors is a great place there's go outdoors big go outdoors in most cities or close to you know big towns and stuff great place to go decent staff by the looks of things everyone you know people in there are knowledgeable and they've got a range of bikes that you could sit on have a feel of and and see which one is going to be right for you um obviously if you can support your local bike shop there especially at the moment because they are having it a bit tough yeah. so if you can go go have a good coffee and a chat with your local bike shop nose. it'd be a nice yeah, a lot experience of them have coffee don't they I've noticed that yeah, loads of uh, yeah, bike shops have it. like yeah decent coffee machines going in there. I'm not just nipping. It's a thing. It's I don't know. It happened. I've watched that happen. I'll be honest. So I used to be a sales rep on the road quite a lot, and they'd offer you a drink, and it'd be like some shitty tea <laughs> or like an instant coffee. Whereas now you go to bike shops and they're like, "Would you like a coffee? What would you like? Latte, oat milk, soy milk, breast <laughs> oh. milk. What do you want in it? It's so good. <laughs> Amazing. Hey." The breast milk. You've just missed. <laughs> you've just missed Jenny Jones. Um, you know, obviously she's a, what the third yeah. best host of this podcast. But she did leave a question <laughs> for you because she's had little little Wilbur, and she wants to know mm-hmm. um, what 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 are the best bikes for kids? What do you start on? She was mentioning the little oh, scoot wow. bikes. Yeah, those balance bikes are really cool. Though. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can get. I think you can get them again relatively cheap from most places now. A balance bike. Start um, young. I'll do a little shout out for someone who's putting awesome content out at the moment. There's a mountain biker, a pro rider called Joe Barnes. If you're not following Joe Barnes and his kid Bo at the moment, like they are so funny. His kid's probably, God, I don't know, three. And he's got this little balance bike and he sends it on this thing. Really? And they're doing all these how-tos for kids. Yeah, it's so good, man. It's the coolest content. Wicked. So his his balance bike is a Hope balance bike, which I believe a higher end. Yeah. But um, I think for a kid, yeah, balance bike for sure. We didn't have those as kids, did we? No, we didn't. I don't think. No, no we didn't. No, we didn't have those as kids for sure. It was stabilizers. And then stabilizers were suddenly off, and you were riding into things yeah. like cars and, if, and yeah. curbs. And, and stuff. if that thing <laughs> fell over on you, you were trapped under it until an adult came <laughs> and was able to lift it off you. It's so true. <laughs> yeah, those balance bikes are, are sick. And then they do. Um, if you want to go one step further, there's a brand called Stasic, S T A C Y X, maybe. Okay, I can't remember. Stay sick, and they do like the electric ones, which have got a thumb throttle. Oh no my way! So sick. No <laughs> yeah. way! Yeah, there's they're the no ones. No way! So... I'm letting my daughter have one of those. Not a hope in hell. <laughs> Get a no Molly. Way. Get one of them. No, no, she will go. She will go. Yeah, they're really the cliff. cool. That is just. They have these um like tournament like race series for them as well for like kids. kids it's really cool so yeah good. okay maybe i will get her one yes <laughs> she can go racing <laughs> i like it davy we've taken up far too much of your time thank you for joining us listen before you do leave, it is expensive um <laughs> that studio is yeah. not paying for itself <laughs> um, no, no. Linking out to go and have a listen to the Ride Companion. It's a brilliant listen. And Ollie is, if you thought Davey was nice, Ollie's equally as pleasant and a really good listener. Yeah, that's so. Um, but Davey, I, I, Ollie, I mean, surprise, I should really surprise you in rehearsals, not when we're live, Ollie, but Davey should come back. You should come back, Davey, shouldn't he? 
Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, people want me to. Like, let's see if uh, if people care. If they want me to, I'd love to come back. Well, listen, How I about we do about, a... I want to learn more about you. I think next time you come back, okay. I want to learn more about you because you've given us like the, you know, I feel like we've had the uh, the the advice on the bikes and what we need to do, and we need, I feel like we need to go away and, and get a little bit of experience in, and then come back. You and kind of you need to learn about when Davey went to um, Loch Ness and ended up on an episode <laughs> of Nine Nine Nine. That's what you need. Yeah, to learn. perfect. See, th- that's the shit I want to hear. Yeah, uh, okay. absolutely. That's the. Stuff How about we do a we do a snowboard and bike day, and then we come back and oh! we talk about our experiences. Do you That'd know what we nice. should do? Dead See, serious. We'll go. We'll Match do Hemel Hempstead. Some snowboarding in Hemel Hempstead. Then we'll go yeah. down to Surrey. Do a bit of riding around there, and then we'll go into the. You yeah, can do we'll our show. The studio. <gasps> That'd be sick. Let's right. de- uh, yeah yeah okay because me okay. because so, you're sold. you're gonna be yeah. you're yeah, a beginner doing. snowboarder and we're gonna be beginner mountain bikers so there's gonna be some crashes on both I sides. I mean beginners are yeah. understatement yeah. of the year <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh I like that. Okay, let's All do right. it. That's a deal. Amazing. Right. Oh, it's so lovely to meet you, Davey. Thank you so bro. much. Nice to chat. You too, you. guys. Thank you for having me. Appreciate Cheers, you both. Dude. Peace and love. Like and subscribe.